Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. Today, we're excited to talk about another book that we both love. It's yes. the third book in a series, so go read the whole series. It's awesome, Absolutely. but this one was my personal favorite of the series. Uh, we're talking about The Heart Principle by Helen Hong. I'm never sure how to say her last name. I've, I'm, I've said Hong, um, oh. but I'm not, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I, I'm so bad with names. <laughs> Just like, uh, but I love her. She's awesome. Her <laughs> Go check out yeah. all of her books and her Instagram and all of that because she's just fabulous. She is. And this book is so personal and <laughs> yes. and wonderfully I I think without the first two books though, like mm-hmm. I do think that they set this book up to yeah. be what it can be because we've met the male lead of this Kong previously. Yeah. Yeah previously and he's lovely yes (laughs) the kiss quotient the bride test we get to see people in his orbit kind of having their moments yeah but then this jumps time and we kind of get a different version of him which I really liked the choices that she made there because instead of getting a character we fully knew there were so many surprises from what he had recently gone through and I just thought that was that helped establish this book to be what it is from that kind of love interest side and to kind of distinguish it yeah from the other two I I think that it is such an interesting choice that she jumped time like that because I think often when we're writing or when I read a series like this where it's a romance series following different characters that are all kind of established or introduced in the first book. Um, Generally they happen kind of back to back and it's kind of, you get like a whole picture and and I like that. It's great, but it was really interesting to have that time jump. And I think you're right. It does give the character a lot more depth than she could have had if she had done it right away. It's also told in first person versus third person. The other two are told in third person. I didn't realize that. Yes. I, it, in the back I of the book, didn't even get she that. said it. Well, and as we talk about this, I, I think it's good to actually say this, that she said that this book was half memoir and yeah. she actually experienced a lot of the things that her main character and a son goes yeah. through. And it's a very, very personal Yeah, I book. cried during her acknowledgments. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Yeah, absolutely. The, and for those who don't know, like, or haven't read it yet, um, I don't think this gives anything away, but the main character is kind of facing the possibility of a diagnosis as being autistic. Um, and so Helen Hong talks about her own process with that when her son was diagnosed, which is very familiar. <laughs> that was yeah. when I started my questioning also. That's when my son yeah. had his diagnosis. So I, it it is too. very personal. And I love, I love that she wasn't afraid to change from a third person to a first person yes. within the same series because we're often told like readers gonna expect a series to be the same you know like you're gonna yes. they're gonna expect a certain thing and so each book kind of has to follow that um same pattern and yeah I didn't even really realize that but I love that 
I didn't realize it as I read it. It was one of those things when she noticed, when she brought it out in, in her kind of talking about the book, I went back and looked and, and it does feel like they're all great books, but it does feel personal and kind of connected emotionally in this very deep place from uh, struggles with diagnosis suicidal ideation in places there's a lot of mental and internal work and even between these two characters which I I actually I've read it twice and the second time I read it it's interesting how I first time I was completely like with and a son and kind of in like there were so many things that connected and it's still connected on the second reading but having gone through being in the hospital and going Mm. through a medical crisis I I kind of had a little bit more connection to go on as well um in reading it again which was I love that about I love that the books can do that one and two I love that it was just felt to me having just recently in the last six weeks gone through something very medically traumatic like I I I resonated and it felt authentic to that experience and kind of the like what do we do now like um like how how do you move forward and and I I love that I love that it had it has that capacity yeah I totally agree there was a lot of just um just layers and depth I yes. think to this story and you got I mean it is a contemporary romance and you've got mm-hmm. all of the like tropes and and um standards of that genre and yet you also get a lot more with this one yes the timeline as well is is different because yeah. it's it's told over I mean the, the long span. whole story mm-hmm. is ends up taking multiple months um and even goes a little longer and once you get to towards the end and I I actually love the choice I think for all that she was writing about which it is a lot of the inner mental struggles a lot of the opposition to the couple comes from without rather than from within they're actually very supportive of each other yeah but there is still tension of they they both are characters that don't necessarily they're not looking for a commitment at the beginning of this and i i loved how it started because they're just looking for a one-night stand (laughs) (laughs) and and that kind of gets kind of fun over time. Like, <laughs> see, this is just, we're just spending one night hanging out. And well, and it's like that. a failed one night. Yes, absolutely. Multiple and, times failed. Yeah. <laughs> and I really liked the way she explored to the um, initial reactions to the characters like that the characters had to each other and some of those like stereotypes and like kind of judging a book by its cover kind of thing um in the ways that they both did that to each other and then and then had to peel back those layers and see what was was beneath that I think you're so right about the time frame though and I feel like that's another thing that as writers we're told not to do like we're told to keep the time frame tight because it keeps the pacing moving um and I just 
I agree. I don't think it would have worked if she had, it wouldn't have landed believably because she is dealing with so many, so many things that take a long time to deal with and to, to recover from and to, um, and all of that. So I agree. I think that was a really nice choice. I I think when we look at telling a story to, to really ask ourselves what type of story this is, like what Mm. type of, is it, complicated and messy is it something that's easily resolvable like I think all of those like one size fits all things and Mm -hmm. I I like that we're kind of doing this around the same time as as book lovers because I think both of them kind of made choices that that were surprising yes but that were perfectly suited to the stories that they wanted to tell and this this felt like you, you don't just all of a sudden, you don't just all of a sudden wake up and everything's okay. Like, yeah. like, and, and that, you know, there's, there's figuring certain things out. There's managing certain things. There's trying things and they don't work. There's, yeah. and I, I think matching that to that kind of complex, messy, it allowed her really to get into the humanity, to dig yeah. into what it really looks like to struggle because mm-hmm. there's 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 a lot of fun in this book there sure. is so, like I there absolutely is there's wonderful things about octopi and about like yes there's funny banter together. there's great little like Beautiful awkward moments. moments yeah wonderful swoony stuff but there's also like it allows a lot of struggle to get in the mess and mm-hmm. to really get in the like what does it look like to hit bottom? And what does it look like when you have been struggling and struggling and struggling and you have nothing left to give? Yeah. And and for a for a romance to dig into all of those things, yeah, felt really brave uh, <laughs> and authentic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there are moments in this book that I just as you said, like I cried over this book yeah. many times. There were moments, there's also sequences between like kind of tension of who you have to be, like what role you have to play in your family. And yeah. and when you try to show up authentically and you try to maybe um, put down the mask, um, which mm-hmm. we've talked about before, like having to kind of filter yourself based on specific situations um yeah and roles that you've always played with people too like kind of challenges some of that and and shows what happens when you challenge some of those roles you usually play in a relationship and it's messy (laughs) and when people aren't ready to accept that um which feels really I mean grounded in that emotion of someone who's actually had to do it um and and it felt so relatable in that way Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so relatable about the that when maybe someone's not ready for it and not being able to find that perfect balance with that person maybe right away or maybe Mm -hmm. it takes them more time and it there's not like the easy answer (laughs) and and I think that in some ways this this book in addition to being 
fun and swoony and having two great great people that you really can you root for them for yeah all the way along and it really allowed kind of that additional things of like oh you're also rooting for like them to kind of get to a place where they can at least manage what they're going through and where at least they can show up authentically they can be who they are and not kind of fear that and and also not have to like take all that energy managing (laughs) being what everyone else wants them to be yeah Yeah. I feel like this book doesn't tell lies, you know, like it just Mm. felt very Mm. truthful, which is rare. I think in some ways for the romance genre, as much as I love the romance genre, we, you know, romance is by very definition, it has to have a happy ending. And this has a happy, I mean, it is happy. It's satisfying at the end, but it's, it's not, but it's really truthful about how life is messy and relationships are messy and, and they don't just you know, things don't just magically get resolved overnight. (laughs) Especially complicated things, especially those, those things that, that do require the work. Yes. And I agree with you that it does feel like it's truthful and Mm -hmm. honest and, and that it doesn't take the easy way out, which I could, I could see how it could have. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad she dug in with that yeah. and she kind of stuck. She was very honest with that. I, th- yeah. I think the honesty is also connected to the intimacy as well. Like mm-hmm. that, that felt like an extension of that honesty that it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't simple and straightforward yeah. and there, <laughs> there were multiple false starts and things that, couldn't be shared because of vulnerability and and even I love that she unpacked like the shame around certain things and stigmas Mm -hmm. there's very early on a a conversation about being able to basically communicate the way you want to be touched to a partner and that's something that previous partners had never asked of her and she always had this shame like connected with that and also very relatable (laughs) so relatable like like, it's so relatable but it's also called out and that that double standard of Mm -hmm. of who is allowed to touch themselves and who is not in society they call that out and and she she can't though go from not using her voice in that way to all of a sudden just magically doing it. Like it, it has to be worked through (laughs) and, and really like progression is made over time. That was again, I think brave, honest. It, It was something that it earned, it earned it. Like yes. it earned those moments because yeah. you got every step along the way that got you to it. Mm-hmm. And that felt very satisfying. Like it, Absolutely. It, it didn't say stuck in places. It was constantly moving, but it didn't 
fast forward you to the good part. It literally just dug in and did all the earning to get to those payoffs. Yeah. And I, I love that about it. Yeah, I agree. We've talked on the podcast before about like different ways that characters or just humans connect, yeah. like emotionally, sexually, intellectually, socially. Um, I might be forgetting yeah. one, but we, we've talked about that on the podcast before. And then we've also talked about like the stages of physical intimacy and yes. the way that that progresses over time. And I think that this book is a great example of both. Like you really yes. buy into this relationship. You believe that they are really good together. And I think that the way she does that is by showing us the different ways they connect emotionally, intellectually, sexually, you know, socially, even like yes. showing us kind of all of that and them connecting in all these different ways. And then also showing this slow progression where they move from, um, banter and friendship and just talking about documentaries together yes. <laughs> um, into more and more and more um, intimacy on multiple levels. Yes. And I, I think also that because there's a character named Julian who is a quasi former partner, I guess we'll call him. A foil. <laughs> yes. Who is a great foil to Quang and who we get, we get a lot of the things established by seeing their relationship which at the very beginning he wants to have an open relationship which is why the the story (laughs) goes where it goes and we see so many things of the things just in that one scene of it establishes so many great things about her character but about relationship like this main relationships that dominated her life Mm -hmm. and that her family loves Mm -hmm. all of the ways you're like oh like (laughs) (laughs) it's a very like even the opening to that that um chapter is very surprising (laughs) it's a great scene for like studying that how you do a lot like how one scene can pack a lot of punch and you can get in a lot of character development, a lot of the setup, a lot of like the relationship dynamics all in one go. (laughs) Because that's hard. Like, I think it's common, um, you know, like we, we talked, we've talked before about like, is the scene really necessary? And figuring that out and like how a scene has to do something. I can't just be arbitrary, but often still our scenes end up with like doing one thing (laughs) and I think that's a great example of a scene that does lots of things um and really packs a punch yes and I think also establishes what type of book it is (laughs) yes at the beginning she's actually giving head and so it's something that sets up what what type of book this is but Mm -hmm. it also kind of gives her feelings about sex it gives Mm -hmm. it gives her partner's kind of indifference the fact that she isn't centered in this relationship and in addition to all of their like the ways that they don't communicate yeah i i really i i i agree with you i think it's a great (laughs) scene to study for (laughs) for setting up a lot of different doing a lot of work while also being kind of a little like a, like a little fun and a little yeah. bit surprising a little and, edgy a little yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. but also like helping us understand what she needs like it yeah. really 
<laughs> you get a very clear picture that this is not like <laughs> what, yeah. what yeah. she needs out of a relationship. And and I think also it being so personal from where we're so in her head in those yes. moments. It, it's just such a great way to establish those things, especially for something that is about that mental struggle and about those mental blocks as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you get not just what she needs in a relationship, but also what she yeah. needs in her own life to, yes. you know, like to find her voice and to, and yes. all of that. And I think that's so important to establish at the very beginning of a relationship, because as a reader, it gives us then something to hope for and something yes. to root for. And we're like, you get invested when you have a character that, you know, needs something or wants something or, or doesn't have something in their, your, their life, you want to then see them get that. Um, and it's, it's exactly why we tell you know, writers to give a character a strong motivation um, yes. and why we say like, you need to know what your character wants and also what they need. And those things are not always the same. It's a great, it's just a great book. Do And that's, that's exactly it because it's, it's just, it's so well-written. It's yeah. one of those that, you know, sometimes the last book feels inevitable and mm-hmm. it feels like, ah, this is, you know, this is what it was building to. And yeah. I, I do think the progression of when you look at it, if, if we take it almost as a romance kind of trilogy, and I'm yeah. not sure if there's going to be more, it is really the three main characters that we've seen have been covered, Michael and, and Kai and um, Quan. And, but they build on each other in just a great way that, yeah. that the kiss quotient sets up, great things and you have characters that come back in into the bride test and then those characters come back in into the heart principle and it just I think tied together those things so well but while also like being possibly the the best yeah it was my favorite of the three I just yeah digging in so deep being so honest um, and there's also great things about caregiving and in her yes. and burnout, autistic yes. burnout, um, that they don't shy away from it. She digs in really well. And yeah. I think for people who have gone through, are going through, it it does it does feel like you're seeing. It does feel yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm not alone in this. <laughs> and I I think that's something powerful about books as well is that they yeah. can they can do that for us e- even when the characters may be very different from us they can really sh- help us feel that as well. Yeah. That caregiving element was really relatable and handled really well because yeah. it is complicated like um I mean her ca- caregiving situation is so different from my own but having spent yeah you know 10 years caring for um a special needs an extremely um special needs kid and also yeah. a husband with cancer like it is complicated you love the people you ca- you're caring for and yet you also you burn out and it's hard and it's um yeah it's messy so I think she really does handle that really well I really she- like as a series too like I like how you said that as like a romance trilogy because I do think they build on each other but I also think they really like each book has a character who's neurodivergent in it yes. and like th- she shows such 
beautiful complexity of that and how the spectrum really is a spectrum. Like there is a lot of variety within that and it isn't just, this is what autism looks like. Um, but you really get like a very different take on that from each of these books. Um, and I love that. Absolutely. And there's kind of comorbidities that she goes into with different characters as well, which, which I really like as well. And, and I, I think that's a great way of putting it, even from the, the, the language that she uses, the vocabulary that she uses, and she actually changes her vocabulary some over time. And she calls out certain things. um, Like she, she mentions recent changes in how Mm. it's talked about and and even kind of as the in this one particularly as Anna is doing her research on the topic she brings things like that to the front as well which I really liked that it was very much like informed (laughs) by the present you could tell she was on her research and knew that yeah and and even at the back of the book as well, as you know, we talk about the caregiving, that's actually a reflection of part of her story. Mm-hmm. She actually took, I think, three years to write this book and and ended up having to push, push deadlines back, yeah. went through many of the things that she talks about, including suicidal ideation during some of that with her her mom going through that hospice care cared for by herself and her siblings and I I think being so unflinching in that that we 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 get that mindset so you know in a fictional character but the mindset the the things that she went through feel just so foundationally reflective of of life um of mess of complication of that this isn't simple or straightforward there's a lot of things there Mm um i i just i I don't think i can speak highly enough about (laughs) yeah yeah i totally agree about that yeah so if you are looking for a romance with some depth and complexity, yes. but that still has a lot of fun and humor and just beauty and sweet, swoony things, yes. um, <laughs> check out this book, check out the heart principle, check out the whole series. Um, and just, yeah, we hope you enjoy it as much as we did. Keep reading, keep writing and keep putting your work out into the world and, and being honest, telling those brave, brave stories.